Good morning. Uh, this is the Capital Gang. We have uh, plenty of topics for you this morning. And I hope you will stay with us for the entire show. In the studio, I have Afono Pondo of the Media Center. Good morning. Good morning, Oscar. Uh, Good morning to our listeners this morning. Yes, I have um, Moses Biarohanga. Good morning, Moses. Morning, Oscar. Uh, our listeners out there. Senior presidential advisor. I have soon to be MP Joel Senyonyi. Um, should I say soon to be MP or soon to be lawyer? <laughs> or both? A, a, a bit of both. Uh, of I'm both. graduating in, in March. Good yes. morning, Oscar. Good morning to colleagues in studio and to the listeners out there. I, 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 I don't think we shall allow him to be leader of opposition. <laughs> who, who has said that he, he has not yet very even finished the law degree, so we will not allow it. <laughs> no, okay, and Honorable Samuju, good morning. These are offices, you serve and you live. <laughs> you serve and you live. They, <laughs> they, they, they know you have to be around. It is yours. Back last. <laughs> you want to come and serve also. <laughs> yeah, but you don't sound permanently. Abdul Katuntu is caught in traffic, so is um, uh, Chirunda, and so is Namfi. So we, we will have a full we studio. Have, we have forgotten that Honorable Samuji was re-elected. Oh, Honorable Samuji. No, no, I said uh, Joel is soon to be, but Honorable Samuji is Mind the MP. transition we is a few hours. We congratulated him the other day. Yeah, the, the transition is so, a few hours. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Joel, you are NUP, you're in court, um, you, you're doing what uh, FDC had vowed not to do. What makes you think you can win a presidential petition? Uh, we've already had a f three presidential petitions in the recent past. All of them have not been won. Uh, to the extent that the FDC have said that they shall not return to court, Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the seniors of FDC even opted out of the election and went for Plan B that we are yet to hear about. So what makes you think that you shall win? Oscar, going into the 2021 general election, there were voices which were saying, look, why are you headed into an election well knowing that uh, the superintendent of the election, the electoral commission, they appointed by Mr. Tivu Habura, he manages them, etc etc that in every sense mr tibuhabura has organized the election he cannot not declare himself winner and we said look we go into the election well knowing the odds well knowing whatever we are up against but because it's one of the avenues that are available legal avenues that are available to see that regime change happens and so we get therein to fight it's um to, to fight politically legally and otherwise and, and that's why we went into the election, well-knowing. It's, it's convoluted for Mr. Tibuhabura not to announce himself winner because, like I'm saying, he pretty much pretends over the election. Going to court is something similar. Yes, there were people... So there were two schools of thought um, just after the election. There were those who were saying that going to the election is um, a total waste of time because the courts, the justices of the Supreme Court are appointed by Mr. Tibuhabura. So he, he's very preponderant over them, tells them when and how to do what. Can, can I have a correction? <coughs> Mr. Shibhavuru has never appointed <coughs> the judges. 
of the court. Oh, come on. He hasn't? The judges, Moses, now, don't speak no, with no, ignorance. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> the judges are appointed by the president. Uh, and I think uh, for this for young man, Joel, he should have respect for the office of the president and uh, don't personalize it to the person of the president. Who, who has been occupying it and who appointed these people? The judges in Uganda are appointed by the president. Okay, so you made your point. Let and me continue I'll with uh, my submission. Refer to the president as the president. I like I would refer to him as honorable. He's a member of parliament. Feel free to refer to me as Joel or Senyonyi. So, would you have the respect and call the president the president? Okay, before I was rudely interrupted by uh, Moses here, I don't know, I think he also now wants to be referred to as Senior Presidential Advisor. <laughs> you're Moses Biaranga, that's your name. Today you're, today you're Presidential Advisor, tomorrow you might be Deputy RDC or I don't know what. So, like I was saying, just, justices are... Um, well, Kazibwe was Vice President, and then she became advisor in charge of... Uh, no, no, she became an employee of Minister of Health. NADS or something of the sort. Minister of Health. So anyhow, before I was rudely interrupted by Moses here, Mr. Tibu Habura appoints the justices of the Supreme Court. Um, and so we, we went therein knowing this fact. But, but we are saying it's, um, it's, it's the total struggle that we are involved in. And for us, or for us, as... Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to work out... The, the, the bit about the petition. I'm, I'm coming to how that. How you think you win the petition? I'm, I'm coming to uh, that as, as, as so building the issue. So going round. There, there are those who are saying you can't go there. You're going to just legitimize him. Mm. And then the other school of thought was, look, let's go to court because one, we have said we are going to use all the and legal avenues. Court, fully legitimize. They are uh, that are available process. for us um, because you see, for us we are civilized. We are not like Mr. Tibuhabura and his fellow rebels that went to the bush, shed blood. That's how they took power. For us, we are saying regime change must happen within the law and it should be bloodless for heaven's sake. Let for once, Ugandans, see a transfer of power where lives don't have to be lost. And that's why we keep saying we'll pursue every legally available avenue. We're not only pursuing one. So court is one of those. You know, so we go there in. Let's expose the, the fraud that this election was. Um, also, you know, it's, it's, it's good to put the Supreme Court to the test while everybody is saying all these different things. What do you have to say? There's overwhelming evidence to show that there was non-compliance with the electoral laws. There was brutality. There was intimidation. What I find interesting, Joe, et cetera, et cetera. is that you won the, the, the election annulled, mm. but you don't just, I mean, you, you've been saying you won the election. Why don't you want the uh, declaration to your uh, principal instead of saying have it annulled? All of those. In fact, um, our lawyers advise that uh, we should uh, add another bit that Mr. Tibuhabura should uh, not be allowed to stand again because he has been violating all these electoral laws. So let's wait anyhow. Uh, you put in everything you can, and then you wait for the justices of the Supreme Court to decide I, I, aside. I, I so, laughed at that one. Like, like I'm saying, yeah, it's provided for within the law. It's allowable within the law. Uh, okay. So the, the idea is let's do everything we can. Let's use all the avenues that are available to us mm. as long as they are legal, as long as they are well, non-violent, because that's who we are. We'll get there eventually. NUP, the leading opposition party, saying they won the election and they've gone to court. FDC, uh, the former leading opposition uh, party, has said they shall not go to court uh, considering their experiences. In fact, one of FDC leaders says for him it's plan B. We don't yet know what plan B is. You see, the, 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 the most difficulty 
question to answer and situation to face <clears throat> is when you are leading a, a population to fight for their own freedoms and every day you are going to be in the dock uh, I am up now saying is in the dock you are leading a, not a battle for yourself even the media we should be asking you Oscar I have told the people here in uh, Zambia, in uh, Malawi, the struggle for freedom in Malawi uh, against Bakiri Muluzi was led by the clergy. And they played a similar role in, uh, <coughs> in Zambia. In Uganda here, you're going to be questioned for every single effort that, that you put in. The <coughs> this discussion we have had um, before and after elections, even amongst ourselves, do we participate or we don't? Because even the decision to participate in the election, um, as Senyonya has said, it's a difficult one to make. You go in knowing that you're going to participate in an election where Mr. M7 will raid the central bank, pick all the money, he will um, invite the military and police when he's under pressure. But the choice is to fold your hands and go and sleep. And then let things happen until maybe the Almighty will intervene. So this is how difficult it is to take these decisions. And, and sometimes the listeners will forgive me. I get angry when I am quizzed as if I am engaged in the personal business. But anyway, the moment you volunteer yourself, you have to answer these questions. Um, so going to court, I have discussed it with people who are not <coughs> politicians. And they told me for the same reasons that we go to parliament after an election like this, someone should go to court. You may not get the, um, the declaration by electoral commission overturned, but there will be some incremental um, improvement in the way we hold the elections that maybe future elections eventually may deliver you. The one you have finished, you may not overturn it, but at least the courts will make recommendations for the improvement of elections. So you, you, you go to court. We faced a similar situation when we, we were beaten and, and, and seven took over parliament and, and changed the constitution. So we sat with colleagues. Do we go to court or we don't go? Because the, yeah, so the verdict is not, going to, is not going to be because there is no evidence. The verdict is going to be because the judges are not courageous enough. So we went to court, they asked for evidence, we presented the evidence, and then they said, ah, no, okay, we have listened to you, but uh, please go away. Uh, but there are some prayers that they are going to grant. They may not be the main prayers and the main motivation why you go there. Maybe the country will benefit. Uh, as if this who took a decision having gone there. So there is no way we'll ask someone who has not gone there not to go, because we went there two times. Uh, but there are also some recommendations made in, in, in both petitions, including, by the way, the one of Mbawa's. So those uh, recommendations incrementally may improve elections in Uganda, because you like it or not, Mr. M7 will come to an end. You only pray that the end is not bad for the country. Mm. So therefore, the, the, the improvements, the, some of the prayers that are going to be granted by court, Maybe the reason um, in future some people will win parliamentary elections. I remember when Rukwago was in parliament, one of the contributions he made was 
to improve the seating arrangement on polling day. Because in the past, the presiding officer was behaving like a king. He sits somewhere and your agents are just watching him. <coughs> the improvement was that you sit together, you're going to be part of what he's doing. So that's the only benefit that you can go to pick from courts in Uganda okay. and at Uhawurua. The uh, Ponder, this is a good time to congratulate uh, NUP <coughs> on exercising uh, their right to appeal the election. Well, first of all, let me take the opportunity to congratulate, to congratulate him. my father's son, the Honorable Abdul Katuntu, who had said he would not contest again. He went <laughs> and steamrolled <laughs> uh, both NRM and FDC. Congratulations. You had brother. to squeeze in that little clause. Thank you, my blazer. <laughs> yes. Um, the remedy of going to court, is it all available to know so that they are congratulated? No. The remedy of going to court is available to every person in Uganda on any matter they are grieved about. So it should be a natural, logical process that uh, they don't need to be congratulated for going to court. because. There are thousands of people before those courts on different matters dear to them. It may not be election issues, it could be property issues, it could be business issues, it could be marital and so on, dear to them. So the courts of Uganda are available to all. I want to believe that weaknesses, internal weaknesses in the judicial system, uh, prostitution, uh, investigation and gathering and presenting evidence notwithstanding generally the courts of Uganda are doing well now it is not only election petitions that are lo uh, that are lost every other case every other matter can also be lost can be won depending on how the evidence you present <coughs> convinces the courts and so when the courts when you fail to convince courts the judge the magistrate or a panel of judges will decline to grant your prayer and so I think that that's a really the, the should be the crux of the matter I think doesn't pay to disparage because the same groups have gone to court before and the same courts have given them the ruling, the judgment they sought. In the case of NOP, all about three months ago, you do remember there was contestation over the legality, the procedures that were used to procure NOP. The courts found that the people who are making allegations didn't have substantial evidence and that matter was dis dismissed and today we have no it is therefore surprising that the same were those judges appointed with the president the one who uh, yes uh, they, they were <coughs> and and so that's what i'm saying it, it is therefore surprising that the same spokespersons of nopu yesterday praised that court process that gave them a good verdict that 
NOOP is a legitimate political organization and therefore should run, should campaign, should compete for elective offices. And now we're saying at the Supreme Court, where nine judges are going to sit to decide this matter, <coughs> should they lose? I think they are trying to inoculate themselves and their supporters that they can only lose because the courts are either uh, are biased, are compromised, like Semuja said, that uh, the judges have no courage. Mm. Now, seen. those same judges have had courage in the matters of the Semujus before. FDC at parliamentary level has gone to court and they have secured positive judgment from those same courts. How come they were not timid at that point? Secondly, earlier on, you remember, the person for whom Semujo has continued to be a walking stick, Mr. Besiji, <coughs> was, in, was in prison on matters of treason. Who is walking stick? On matters of treason. <laughs> the same courts, the same courts, <laughs> judged those matters in favor of Mr. Semujo's uh, hand which holds you can say boss uh, boss whatever yes. it is mm -hmm. so I, I think it is one of the strategy by our colleagues in the opposition because they live diabolical political lives when the judgment is in their favor then the courts are good the judges are courageous when courts uh, when the judges are not in their favor it can only be because the judges are compromised are timid okay I don't know if why somebody thinks that is more courageous in Parliament than the judges or other public officials. Mm. If you are the only courageous person, we wish you the best. Moses, um, I am not a judge, so you should. Wish you you the you you've, the you've heard from Joel. You've heard from uh, <coughs> Semuju, and uh, Joel says, "Well, let them try out." Um, and at the same time, uh, uh, Semuju says, well, they've done trying out. Mm. Well, <coughs> well um, the courts in Uganda, I'm thinking even the world over, make decisions based on facts and the law. The law in Uganda in respect to elections is very clear. Now the question will be which facts have uh, NOOP presented to court before court. They have already made their petition, they have served the, those who they intended to serve, the three parties, President William Seveni, the Electoral Commission and the Attorney General. Uh, the lawyers and the EC and the Electoral Commission, the lawyers of the four parties are busy now making responses to the issues raised by NOP in their petition. And uh, I can assure you those lawyers have good, good 
evidence to show that what has been presented by NOOP is not good enough to warrant um, the, the election <coughs> petition to stay. So, my personal opinion is, is that... You, you seem to be saying, like, may the best person win. Yes, may the, the best person, be your, your the best person will win. Mm. And uh, based on the law of Uganda and based on the facts presented okay. by both parties. Do you find it interesting that, that they are requesting that President Museveni is disqualified from any other public office? Well, they can make any allegation, I mean, any prayer they want, but they, can, they, they will not succeed on that one. And, and all, my, my view that it will be dismissed because the, there is not something new which they are presenting, which the same Jews didn't present, and the law has not changed much. There have been amendments, but I don't think much has changed to warrant that. You see, to, to warrant dismissal of the case. It's not about courage of the judges. Like Ofono has said, the judges of Uganda have had the uh, courage based on the facts presented to dismiss cases, to allow even cases involving opposition to stay, including the one where Honorable uh, Chagulani became an MP. Somebody had presented, had been elected in that position of Chad on the East, and uh, somebody went to court and petitioned the court where the judge was appointed by President Museveni, approved by Parliament, Maybe he meant yes, that. Um, the one who went to court was uh, the Yenarin platform. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, yeah. Moses, I think what Semuju meant was that in cases concerning the president, that's where maybe no, no, someone. No, no, uh, no. You see, uh, uh, I'm not responding to Semuju. Mm. Semuju is, is now, he has been in parliament for some time. I think he's oh. now getting old enough to, to, to be more more pragmatic. So, uh, Semuju is saying. <laughs> Joel was saying Joel was Joel said that the judges they, since they have been appointed by President Museveni and for him he has no cutters of calling him a president he thinks he, 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 he thinks no he thinks he calls them, he, he appoints them as in his personal capacity but there was a judge who ruled in the case where NRM took an FDC candidate then to court and ruled in favor and and ruled in favor and then it is in that ruling that after the court, they, they were allowed the by-election that Kyogurani became a member of parliament. You wanted to say ruled in favor of NRM? That's why you stammered a little bit. So, mm. so, but see, if so, 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 the judges in Uganda, you had, you had even the, 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 the age limit case to a second court uh, by, by some members of parliament, I think, and I don't know whether Honorable Semuju joined them, or he was one of them. They went, an observer. They, they, they went to court, to the constitutional <coughs> court, the constitutional court ruled and dismissed some of the of the issues, uh, allowed some of the issues they prayed, the most disallowed the others, 
because it, it didn't have enough facts on it and uh, the, the law didn't uh, wasn't on, 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 your, on your side others were allowed others others were allowed but now in that and, and I remember there was a lot of praise over the of the court and so, so, so forth anyway uh, justice Kakuru that, that time if you had made the justice everybody will say I think this is the best person to, to become chief justice because he had ruled in your favor in, in some of your cases but some of the judges allowed your petition not so but the majority did not allow your petition and you were in favor, you, you really praise those who allowed your petition. But those same judges have been appointed by the same person. Okay. Now, here Thank is you, the saying, yeah. ah, we know that the judges are appointed by the president, they cannot say no. But if the same judges can rule in your favor on some cases, then that's okay. If they rule against you, then, it is, then they are biased. Then why are you going to court in the first place? Thank you. Yeah. We stop for a break. After the break, we'll have Nanfi and then Abdul, who is in the studio already. The Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Welcome back from the break. Uh, thank you, Star Cafe, for powering the gang. Thank you, Mega Yogurt. When we have uh, Moses Virahanga, we have Mega Yogurt. Uh, so, Nanfi, uh, on the last show, you <coughs> urged NUP to go to court. And NUP <laughs> has gone to, to court. court. She did not offer herself to represent. Uh, she no, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. My tax lawyer. My specialism is tax. Right. And this kind At of thing same is time, unlike You were seated right there, and uh, Semuji was saying for them they shall not go to court. Mm. And uh, NUP was considering. Eventually, they have gone to court. A wise decision, or a futile decision, as Semuji seems to say. Mm. Mm. I didn't say that. Seems to say. Right? Seems. Seems to say. Seems. Keyword you you seems. imply. Mm. No, no. Can I correct? Mm. Okay. I have said there are some benefits. Right. But the major one you may never get. Yes. Um, so, same thing as I've said. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> and I yes. think all of us going into this election, we knew. And until we got to the point of realizing that there are benefits to Honorable Chagulani standing for president, but we may never get him, he may never get to remove uh, someone has, as, as entrenched as Tibu Habura from power. So um, at that point, we realized that we've got to take what we have. We've got to make some strides and move to the next level and then see what we can do there while we are there instead of staying where we are seated and um, make no progress. So any progress is better than no progress at all. So for that, um, I am of the view and I, I, I like that um, NUP went to court to contest the elections because, I mean, the malpractices and the cheating of the election is, too, uh, is blatant. Even the EC results that were released on their website, the, the percentage is not even 100%. It's 103.6%. So if you remove that three and, get, and remove it from Tibuhabura, then he has about 54. And then the whole Wakiso results, which were given to um, Katumba, from their own results. If you remove another 3 to 5%, he no longer even has the 50%. Then you haven't even started on the cheating. And I think that is why he wanted the percentage to be higher than 60. But I guess the cooks in his kitchen couldn't get it as high as that. But that said, I think at this point, we agree that uh, no matter what, we need to keep going. Um, Mm. Well, that's how the results are 103%. Yeah, the, the yeah. errors, the margin of error. The, I mean, the, the, they're spoiled. 
but it can you didn't it, include it, the expiry results it can, in your uh, it can it can be corrected i was in conference center when aziz kasuja was reading results mm, mm. this this is particular one when he read the one of uh, mark in the east mm. the votes were more than voters mm -hmm. <laughs> and it is on record of court so mm. what he did he said we have cancelled the mark in the east so the, no, but no, on this one, no no on this particular one because you see they announced the the no 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 we, 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 we need to follow facts yes. and then put so them up again we need to follow facts honorable honorable samuju and moses because in those they hadn't included the because they had a lot of engineers honorable samuju and moses let's have some decorum because it was 103.6%. No, okay, we are not heckling. We are saying, I am speaking, I am speaking. The last ones I saw, they were 100% without the 3.6 of ballots that were destroyed and that had, um, that they were damaged or destroyed, aka people who crossed out to Buhabura and, you know, told Moses, Moses, don't echo. Don't echo, please. So they, 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 they hadn't been included. So what I'm saying, and then there was a situation where they put up results and they missed out 1,200 polling stations and in Wakiso, and then they told us that, oh, Tibuhabura had passed 50%, so they didn't need to bring that 12,000. So when you, when you add everything, and um, even from the apparent results that we have, you see some, uh, some glaring errors, like the 300 votes uh, in Wakiso, polling stations that went to Katumba where you know that there's no way Katumba got 300 votes and Chagulani gets zero and Tibuhabura gets zero or two in the in the area. So for me uh, it's very important not because we expect better from these courts and with all due respect to judges we are in a third world country run by a dictator who is not going to allow you free reign. The very few chances, I mean uh, cases that um, Moses here is talking about where the dictator allows the judges are from his benevolence to let us and says, let that be, don't labor that, don't labor this. But there is no doubt in my mind that to things that mean a lot to him, he will direct the judges on how to rule. And with, uh, I speak this That's your opinion. to judges. This is my opinion. Okay. An, an opinion formed from how uh, the status quo has been for the last 35 years. So for me, even be that as it may, we need to do this because for one, we need as many people on board, as many Ugandans on board, and to do that, we need to expose this man for who he is. Right now, as we speak, more people in the opposi on the opposition have been emboldened. More people are coming on board. And once we shame this man, we show even the older generation that thinks that there is something in this man that is good, we show them that actually there isn't. This is no better than, I will not use bad words because I have been warned by Oscar, this is no better than a person who does you such things. So, so no, no, no. They don't encourage bad words. Let's not encourage so, bad words. Um, this is not no better yeah. than a Mufiri. But what I'm saying Even that one is, I don't like. It's yeah, not a good one? It's not a good okay. one, yes. But for, yes. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so, uh, okay. No. Now final sound, sentence. But, but you know final that. sentence. What I'm saying is shaming this person is we need as many people on board and do not forget that there's an international community watching to which community he panders okay. so unless we show them that the whole country and people are no longer on board once he loses the support from that quarter maybe we'll make another stride that okay. gets us to remove this thank tree you. thank you nafi that has refused to Abdul, get out of our um 
coming on microphone. Teji Asimo says, the only benefit we are going to get from this petition is that we are going to know how the NRM rigged elections behind closed internet. Otherwise, no judge in Uganda can annul uh, a presidency. He's their employer. Oscar Kanedidi at Capital Fire, the Capital FM MD. Impossible. Moses Piarohanga, judges in Uganda can rule against everyone else except the president. I hope it is clear now. And that is Nteje Asimwe, formerly of NRM. So, Abdu, a good thing that NUP has gone to court? <laughs> okay, what are the options? <laughs> <laughs> uh, plan B. Uh, what are the options? I, I think uh, anybody who chooses a legal and constitutional path uh, should be applauded. Uh, I mean, there is no doubt about that. Uh, the, the contestations about this election will continue uh, and the debate will also continue uh, like indeed those previous ones have continued. Uh, 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 about the election petition itself, I don't want to indulge myself uh, into the merits and so on because I have not seen the evidence which NUP has brought court. The only thing I can have is what I watched on TV or what uh, was being written in the newspaper, sometimes on the social media, which, which is some of it, which mm. some of it really, uh, I can't, I can't be sure that they pass the test of, of, of legality. So, uh, the philosophy of electoral has been uh, properly initiated by our courts. Uh, what is actually the only obligation NUP has is to bring the the evidence that they have to see whether they pass that test. Be because the previous elections from uh, and some uh, you know was very much involved. Uh, courts have developed their jurisprudence, uh, and n nobody can now say he's trying to gamble around what is required of him as as a party or as a litigant, as a petitioner. The standard has been already set. The sort of evidence has been required is already on record, and so on. So uh, I, I, I guess the NUP lawyers, uh, some of them I know personally, will be able to prove their case if they have the evidence. Uh, I, 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 I don't like this attitude of, of insulting people even before they make their decisions. I think that is wrong. Uh, it, judges are judges. Let's give everybody the benefit of doubt. And then we look at their judgment and then see no, 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 whether no. they Just have Hold on, Emily Hold on. Judgments for you. Why didn't you give him the benefit? You went hunting him and you found him hiding, forging a judgment. No, Abdu, not another person. But you, Abdu Katundu. Yes, I did go to court. I, I did. No, no, no. There is nothing joy to be excited about because I know what happened. And, and it, 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 it doesn't have to be represent, misrepresented. Uh, th there was that, that issue where uh, a judge was uh, not behaving as he should be. Uh, it was a particular action, and we went to court, to the physical court. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with it. So every judge should be given a benefit of doubt. A decision is taken because that is the only thing we can do. Then from there, we can start debating that decision, given the evidence which... Uh, the NUP would have presented. Th that is the only way of doing things, in my view. Uh, as, but will that sort out the political question? I guess no. 
because the political question will still remain the contestations about uh, the results and whatever happened the debate will continue so le let's wait I, I i am here to see the the evidence because you see once you file a petition uh you don't have all the evidence uh, and i'm sure the nup uh, lawyers are now collecting all the evidence they they think will be able to to win their petition then we shall be looking at the evidence of uh, the respondents in this case the electoral commission uh president m7 and the attorney general in rebuttal to what has been uh presented and and then we shall debate uh, and let me tell you one thing oscar this is going to be a public uh, process all of us are going to see the submissions all of us are going to be seeing the evidence all of us are going to be seeing the reaction of judges and so on and we shall be making our own judgment the court of public opinion as it is called uh, accordingly so anybody who chooses a legal and constitutional pass i think should be applauded there's nothing wrong with it the cynicism notwithstanding okay uh thank you robert kirunda uh, another lawyer um hopefully you will not be applying for what was that title amicus this time round mm. the, the law has also been set about under circumstances there's already precedent uh, right. one can become an amicus curie oscar if, even if i was to apply I, i'm not too sure it would be a bad thing mm. uh, at the moment i am not participating in any process i am aware that some people are having those discussions i am not part of those discussions but i don't think it's a bad thing i think that the amicus curia application from the last petition contributed to uganda's jurisprudence and i am always bursting with joy when it is cited in the courts however um i think there's a bit of correct sentiment on every side of this discussion around this table i just want to offer two additional points of view. The first is that between 2016 and today, uh, certain jurisprudence has evolved from elsewhere that, causes, that would have caused us to think carefully about what the outcome of a petition might be in the context of the election that just ended. Kenya and Malawi have taken the approach to say, don't focus only on substantiality, but also on legality. The approach we had in Uganda before that from the last three decisions was that legality is tied to substantiality, or substantiality is tied to legality. Uh, Maraga, Justice Maraga, now retired, has um, said, ah, wait, 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 wait. The moment you offend the Constitution, there's a problem. Whether or not this petition will lead us there, I think that we need to give credit to first of all people who actually go to court i can tell you having stood in that court in 2016 during that petition it is no mean feat for either side uh it you might think it's a predictable result but uh court is like war when i was a young lawyer learning how to litigate i went to court one time and had a really thorough bashing over circumstances that i could never have anticipated and when I went back to my office, I was steaming with rage. My boss said, sit down, let me teach you a lesson. Mm. He said, all is fair in love and war. If they beat you to it, tough. But understand this, litigation is war.
and that lesson has served me well 12 years later almost 13 years later um i i think that it takes a lot of courage to wake up in the morning and say let me file a presidential petition and and whatever the outcome okay i had i think it was moses or the honorable samuel referring to the recommendations of the past my disappointment with the government is that many recommendations from previous decisions remain unimplemented if you go back to the first petition and we did this work in 2016 we went back and analyzed the first petition the second one and said these recommendations have not been honored even some that were made in 2016 were not honored uh, but but you progress and and i've written a pc film and wants to see what my thoughts are mm. where the court lies today I in do. terms of courage and things like that i'm happy to share with you a short piece i just wrote from a petition an application we did in 2019 about whether or not the age should have been found in contempt for not enforcing those orders the second thing i wanted to say oscar is of course we lawyers in private practice so i'm not going to sit here and say judges are this or judges are that it would be both unwise and foolish uh monkeys starting fires in the <laughs> forest okay thank you but uh, let yeah. me just say this yeah, Oscar. last sentence mm. Uh, Moses, m m I said those of us who practice, uh, let me put it even more clearly, those of us who practice before that court, mm. it would be unwise for me to sit here and say... And, and say some things. Okay, say just things. quickly, the, but, what you're going but, to say. But just to say that mm. the, the, the criticism the court faces today is just a lesson of history. If you go back and read Justice Kanyamba's book, in fact, I believe it was Justice Kanyamba who fueled the view that certain decisions in the past should have gone a different way. So people are not entirely wrong when they say those judges lacked courage. Because Justice Kanyamba has said on record, in this particular case, we should have overturned. In this case, we should have done this or that. Okay. Whether he is right or wrong, it is a good thing. Thank you, alive. Maybe we can take mm. up that debate with him. Good point. So, so the idea that we 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 will comment about the courage of the supreme court justices by measuring them with high court or court of appeal justices i think is is not entirely correct we should be fair to the justices like the honorable katuntu says and let them do their job then we can criticize their decisions so oh no you're, you're on microphone so seeing that this side is outnumbered uh, outnumbering these ones they'll conclude by having another go well, that's how you are, that's how you have arranged the panel. I, I noticed that uh, you are starting yeah. to complain, and yet no. you are coming on microphone. No. So yes, conclu uh, conclude this topic. And it is good that our Moses listeners, will our listeners are able to judge your fair your fair mindedness in arranging your panel. But uh, I just want to take on from uh, so what Robert. I wanted. Uh, I want to take on from. <laughs> Never um, you don't don't take call, please. Mm, go on. I want to take on from uh, what. Kironda just said about Justice Kanyai Hamba. We debated that matter here last week, and Moses had historical record, which is accurate, and you can't, because Moses then said Kanyai Hamba's public statement was only born out of sour gripping because he was not allowed to read to write the lead judgment. Otherwise, his earlier, his own uh, position was different. Now, Justice Kanyahamba has a record. You may be young, Robert, 
But in the case of General David Tinyefuza, as was then known, versus the Attorney General, where he had quit. No, he is now said you sir. That's as as was then known. Now you remember in that case, General Sejusa's lawyers raised objection that Kanyehamba, having been immediate past Attorney General, was conflicted in being on the quorum that was going to listen to his case. And he prayed that Justice Kanyehamba should disqualify himself. Justice Kanyehamba refused. And remember, in that decision, the person who tipped the balance in the judgment that has kept Sejusa to date in the UPDF is Justice Kanyehamba. So please, when, when you are raising people as authorities, uh, genuine authorities, uh, look at their track record. Now, people are saying that the results, they have evidence. Let, let us wait. But for the, other, the general public, the Electoral Commission has uploaded the results declaration forms district by district sub-county by sub-county polling station by polling station so it is no longer just the new people who are going to present evidence the evidence is already there in the public i would implore particularly researchers analysts the media go to the election electoral commission website pick out even at random and find out from the new people or whoever is making an allegation that the results tally differ from what they have. If there are alterations or deliberately missing, like Super Nafi wants to make the world believe, you are not the only one who has access to these records. These records are available. Okay. So then we can judge the Electoral Commission against. <coughs> The results are put in the public domain vis-a-vis -vis what Ofono has. If you say in a, in a particular polling station, Katumba, how could you Katumba? First of all, it is possible that a candidate is extremely weak in uh, one area, but for some reason is also strong somewhere and uh, can, can, can get uh, a lot of votes elsewhere. Katumba Oye. And if it is a falsification, as what enough is actually quoting, is falsification is fake news because people want to make the electoral commission look ridiculous they want to try and discredit the 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 the, 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 the overall presidential election process and results that's why you see no one no one including george senior his own election which was conducted at the same polling station at the same time his results are very credible the results released in the name in the in favor of of Chagulani in his constituency is credible, but the results released elsewhere where he even has no facts, those ones he dismisses them as not credible. I don't think that's okay. a sincere way Thank you. to hold the public. Moses, mm. thank you, Oscar. Conclude the topic. Um, as I conclude, I wanted to answer something raised by Nafi. She said that when you add up the percentages at the website of the Electoral Commission, are more than 100, 
the percentage is more than 100. In fact, let me interrupt you a little bit. I have a message here from a child. It says, NAMF is adding the invalid votes to the valid votes scored by all the candidates. <laughs> that is not correct. The 100% valid votes scored by candidates okay, are always calculated different from the invalid votes sure. because the invalid votes are not part of the valid scores by any candidate. I wanted, that's what I wanted to say, because yeah. the, the, the percentages put there are of valid votes cast. Mm. It doesn't include the, the percentage of invalid votes. So, you know, that, that has been answered by that Mr. message. The earlier one, which the EC you, you, don't worry, don't heckle, don't, don't Joe. You have, you'll have a minute. Mm. But she uh, said, if you go to the website, I want a website just here. When we, it is here, you can read it. You're lucky you have internet. Uh, you, you also know that the Moses, that corner is the heckling corner. You two gentlemen. So, so yeah. I, I, I will agree with Honorable Katuntu and Honorable, uh, and uh, not Honorable, with the Robert Kirunda. 2026. That uh, Kirunda is a coward. <laughs> just uh, a joke. Uh, I, I will agree with, the, with Honorable Katuntu and uh, Mr. Chirunda, Robert, that uh, now that NUP has gone to court, they have presented their petition, they have presented the evidence, the three parties, that is the President Seveni, the Attorney General, and the Electoral Commission are making responses, and I'm sure they will make such responses in such a way they will dismantle what will detoxicate what NUP has brought across. And okay. NUP, NUP should also be aware, uh, in view of the past and in view of uh, our laws, for you to prove that uh, uh, an illegality an illegality which occurred could change the results in a substantial manner. You should bear that in mind. Because it is now part of our law. Uh, in, in view of the past judgments. So, anyway, anyway, let's wait and see. But you should also go there knowing that you, you are likely going to lose. If you win too good, we can go back to an election and we still win. Uh, okay. Because the, the, the winner, you see, when court says go back to an election, like did in Kenya, it doesn't mean that the one who petitioned is going to become the next president. For in Kenya, the 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 the, the, the the election was annulled. They went back to, an, to, 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 to voting and Uhuru again won. Okay, thank you, Moses. We stop for a break, and after the break, I'd like to ask the government spokesman about the DGF. The Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Welcome back from the break. This is the Capital Gang. So, Ofonopono, the president has returned to the ministry of uh, finance if social media is to be believed uh, well it's in the mainstream media as well and said i'm suspending the activities of dgf D abdul dgf is development of no, no. Democracy, democracy governance facility fantastic um so uh what's the position what's the reason what's the way well, forward well, first of all i want to confirm that the letter that the media has published is accurate. The president on 5th of January this year wrote to the Minister of Finance, Matea Kasaija, raising first of all complaint, objection, and then issued a directive. What was the complaint about? 
that the Ministry of Finance, single-handedly, through the Permanent Secretary, signed an, an agreement, MOU, with the Democracy Governance Facility last year to receive, to, to, to accept Uganda to receive 100 million euros. That's approximately 500 billion Uganda shillings without subjecting that agreement, that proposal to the scrutiny of cabinet and parliament. That's the complaint of the president, which is certainly irregular. Previously, we had had similar arrangements with what was then called democracy governance and accountability facility. In those past years, every year when the, the donors make a proposal, the, that proposal was being subjected to cabinet scrutiny and approval. Sometimes it goes to committee of parliament because some of the money goes to do government work, facilitate government entities. I, I said I, I said the committees no. or, or minister of finance. Uh, <coughs> uh, yes, yes, I'm telling you. So and and the, the, that's the complaint of the president that this particular time, the minister of finance did not take this proposal to cabinet. The second complaint of the president or objection said then, isn't this bound to compromise? or surrender our sovereignty. Because when you receive this kind of money, do you know what it's supposed to do? Do you know who's going to receive it? And so on and so forth. And then thirdly, he issued a directive halting that money and directing for investigation by four entities. One, Criminal Investigation Department of the Police, IGG, DPP, and the anti-corruption unit and state house. Subsequent to that, the National Financial Intelligence Authority has been brought on board. And they are expected to do combined investigation and give the president a report. Meanwhile, the Minister of Finance obviously is expected to respond to the president why they skipped established processes of government. And the president in there said, could it have been obvious intent of corruption? Was it subversion? Or was it criminal negligence? Those are the phrases the president uses. And so the investigation will, will, will answer that. The Minister of Finance will let the public through the President know if it was corruption, if it was criminal negligence, if it was a, a deliberate subversion. This money, and the President then really said, even if you had done so, you should have ensured that government, through the Minister of Finance, has a representation or representations on the board to oversee this money which was not done. Now, this money is being... This man... No, he's not. Previously, he was... In fact, previously, the leader, former leader of opposition, Honorable Ogenga Latigo, was a member of the board, and the, the, leader of, the leader of government business in the parliament 
were on that board previously. This time around, because of not going through cabinet, and Omach was the Minister of State yes. for Finance. Uh, yes. Uh, they, they know, I'm saying previously, in this particular one, they are not. In this, I'm saying in this particular one, they did not withdraw, but it is because the agreement was signed without the knowledge of cabinet. It is a cabinet which should have nominated the representative. Anyway, the investigation will tell us who is right, who is wrong. This money currently is being expended. This money, this money is currently being expended only by the DGF through the Danish embassy. Now, the government is the investigation will tell us who are the beneficiary organization. But through intelligence, through through, through, through intelligence uh, and uh, not official, we have since found out not full no 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 not no, not full story that there are NGOs, there are civil society organizations, but there are also government entities, government agencies that are benefiting or have benefited from this money. Some of the entities are institutions of parliament, the NGO board, which is under the Ministry of, 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 of Internal Affairs, I think the Human Rights Commission, I think the Media Council, I think. So, if a government entity is going to receive money, whose processing did not follow all the procedure, I think then we should put one plus one. Because government entities also receive direct budget from government. And so this halting does not only affect NGOs and civil society as the people would want to make it appear, it also affects government entities. Okay. And so the point really should be why, how did the Minister of Finance overlook establish, establish procedures which had been followed previously anyway? Okay. So Thank that's you. really the crux of the Thank matter. you, Abdul Katuntu. Start with that very question. How did the Ministry overlook important procedures? Uh, first of all, I, I, I have a little bit of knowledge about this facility more than OO because my own, my co-bedroom dweller is an assistant program manager at DGF and uh, in charge of human rights and access to justice. So I really know the details about this. It is not true... Plus the unemployment in the house. Yes. It, it is not true that government did not... Uh, uh, was not party to the establishment of this fund. Indeed, OO was being economical with the truth uh, because the Prime Minister actually was very, very uh, active in its uh, establishment. Uh, there are correspondences between the Minister of Finance, including seconding the then Minister of State, Honorable Omach, to the board. At some point, they just withdrew. They, they stopped attending, but they had formally uh, seconded uh, the Honorable March who, uh, as a minister 
of State for Finance to the board of DGF. Uh, many government institutions, as OO says, are beneficiaries of this fund. You know, the whole project is a 500 billion project for five years, meaning 100 billion every year being spent by DGF on several uh, programs from the Uganda Human Rights Commission to Uganda Law Society, Just Centers, to the Just Law and Order Sector, GLOS, to Parliament, to everybody. And oh, oh I, I like to quote him. He, I was just listening to him on radio a few, I think the other day, when he was not even talking about those programs, he was really talking about NUP. How can this NUP, which was set uh, up a few months ago, get all the money and so on, blah, blah. So this is more about politics than what he's trying to give to the, to the listeners. And that is wrong. Oh, oh. You see, if you, have, if you have a problem, just say this is the problem. Because on the, on, on the talk show, you are saying this is purely about NUP. You think there are some funds which NUP was benefiting from this program. And that's what you should be put... That's what should be put on the table for us to discuss and maybe for NUP also to mm -hmm. respond to. Other than you now say, you know, they, there's this, they were so on. That is wrong. That is wrong. But let me tell you the one thing, Oscar. Mm. Uh, because it is purely politics, it gets vulgarized. We are going, to, as a country, we are going to miss out on 100 billion shillings every year. Even if you talk about the tax bill of payers you earn on that money, it's just too much money. Uh, even programs which government does not have funds to, to run. To run. We, we are getting people who are helping us to run. For example, access to justice. Before my wife became an assistant program manager of one of those programs, she was the head of legal aid project of the law society. And that's how she applied for that job. Uh, and... Our population lacks, you, you, you know, the resources, the monies to, uh, to hire private lawyers like the Kirundas and so on and so forth. And these people have been trying to bring money here through different uh, legal programs, LDC, Law Society, to do literally what you would think are pro bono services, FIDA and so on. And, and you get... You just vulgarize this necessity because you are scared of Joy Rosenio and he thinks, how, how did he do a campaign? That is wrong. That we shouldn't be doing that. And, and even the donors, you see, maybe it is their problem when they start talking about, you know, issues of human rights uh, and then uh, governance, governance mm -hmm. and so on. Then you get a little bit jittery. Don't do that. Okay. For example, one of the areas of concern has been uh, there is a program which DJF was running and together with the New Vision about human rights and so on. And now, even the New Vision is in trouble about this thing. You, you shouldn't be doing this sort of thing. So the people who are advising the president from what Oo is telling us now that from our intelligence, the intelligence chaps, the fact finders who are writing to him memos about some of these things, I think they, they have a lot to, to okay. explain. Okay. Mm. 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 You mm. said you are a beneficiary. Parliament. Mm. We are uh, all beneficiaries. Okay. Committees of parliament. Mm. But also our offices. Um, the office of the leader of opposition. The office of the prime minister. 
the chief um, government whip and, and uh, the lead of government business. Yes. So all these offices uh, access funds. They hire. They have been hiring for us uh, um, policy analysts and uh, <coughs> police analysts and uh, um, researchers. Mm. Um, so I don't know why the president was not briefed that uh, the fund that you are choosing, in fact for me I remember at the beginning of that fund when Osborne was there I used to interact with him, I think he was from Britain and I was very angry with him that you've brought a, a governance facility but you're helping government which already has access. My view then was that government should not access a single coin. Uh, yeah, eventually he left. So I think uh, as I speak to you Oscar now 90, nearly 90% of that uh, of that fund goes to government mm. and when you stop the other day we raised this matter in parliament now what happens to the support that uh, is coming to parliament the staff that have been hired as researchers as, as, as policy analysts do they immediately the stop and who will take over these staff uh, but, but the trouble um, what the Chagurani campaign has brought um, you remember the president tends to panic they brought a law in the parliament, the one of a hostile nation. At that time, they thought maybe that Rwanda was supporting Vesiji. But they made a mistake to say that a few months to election, the minister must bring a, a list of those hostile nations. So they were in trouble. They fidgeted to try to name those countries. And, and I think until Murudi Mukasa brought a Rwanda and, and someone else. And then that caused the problem. So this time, uh, the Moses... The Moseses um, don't want to believe that there are local reasons why people don't like M7. Those who don't like him, it is because they are paid by foreigners. Those who are doing a campaign, that their campaign is run by foreigners. And then they go to pinpoint who these foreigners are. And because they are not very easy to find. Because I, I, in my constituency, I am one MP, I have run a campaign that is fairly resourced. Some of these new fellows don't even have posters. They even voted for those who don't stay in my area. So they did not need any money to go on and, and, and get elected. Yes, they, they, they just voted for them. But Museven has been made to believe that actually there is someone financing these people, there is someone running their campaign, and that's why now eventually they lead him to the GF. But he's going to Kuripo government programs, parliament programs, okay. and the investigations... Because if they now begin telling us who has been taking how much money, I think the president is going to be embarrassed. He will discover that a lot of money has been taken by us who are former institutions of the state. Uh, but I think they, I remember we had very big debate when we were, when we were processing the NGO bill. The seven doesn't like NGOs. He doesn't like political parties. The, he, he wants you the, the Chinese model. If there are political parties in Uganda, they must be funded and controlled by him. If there are civil society organizations, <laughs> they must be funded. And, uh, and I don't know where the paranoia came from. I remember when we had a discussion immediately after the last elections about a dialogue. Because we had gone very far. We proposed the UN that they should come and mediate. And he said, no, 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 we don't want foreigners. Mm. Uh, he had zeroed on 
Thank you, Honorable Samuel. Final sentence. Him anything to do with 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 foreign because. Um, historically, he thinks it is easier to remove a government when you have foreign support. So that's what he must block first and then squeeze you internally. Robert Kironda. I don't think I will say much more than what my colleagues have said, the Honorable Abdul Katuntu and the Honorable Semujunganda. I felt sad when I saw that letter because I thought finally the politics is interfering with Omuntuawansi in a way that I am not sure the, the government has, has appreciated. When you go to these courts and you see the work that justice centers does, especially upcountry courts, when you see the legal aid projects of your lost society, LASPNET, FIDA, Access to justice for the indigent, <clears throat> because the people who will not be able to come to my office, also because I have rent to pay. I, as much as I would want to, well, you want to earn, not yes, I want to earn. I want to pay rent for my office. I want to do this, so I can't spend all my. <laughs> saying I want to buy a Benz, twenty-three years old as it might be, but, but, but you see, I can't spend my life doing pro bono work. But there are those who do it because of the work of those people. Ideally, in other parts of the world, that money comes from the state. Mm. No, 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 no. Those people, oh, oh, to, correct, to correct Owen Moses' impression. No one has had them. So finish off Owen Moses saying there are others who are, that they are paid to do that work. The amount of money pro bono lawyers earn does not compare to a decent lawyer's wage. That's the truth. Mm. And I'm speaking here from industry. People do this work out of passion. Now, when you kill that, you kill the livelihoods of those families. But what is baffling me here are two things. One, how a state would ideally, in my view, sabotage its own institution. And two, how you get to the point of saying money that a donor has provided to aid, essentially, either government programs or fill a void that government is not filling... It's actually bad. Take it back. Okay. I, when I was, I tweeted about this, and it reminded me of my LLM back in 2006. Uh, we had had a week of lectures about World Bank and IMF and those institutions, and I had blasted the World Bank really badly. Afterwards, uh, the professor asked him, but Prof, this was the last lecture. We spent so much time this week debating the World Bank. What would happen if we closed the World Bank? Danny Bradlow looked at me and said, Robert, if you close the World Bank today, you'd wake up tomorrow and open it. I have a feeling that the day is going to come when government is going to realize, wait a minute, maybe this was okay. ill-advised. Nanfi? And I hope they do. DGF. DGF. Um, you see, I think in the dictator's rule book around the world, one of their rules is that uh, you're crossed between a deity and a monarch. So you can do anything with impunity without anybody stopping you to do what you want to do. Unfortunately, when you're a dictator in a third world country, uh, poverty limits some of your actions. And I think when you look at the history of DGF, which came from CSF, uh, before it was CSF, which used to be run by Deloitte and Tosh, and I worked at Deloitte and Tosh for a while. And um, I had... I did. 
I, I had um, interaction with some of the organizations <clears throat> that they work with. And these are more than uh, 60, 70 organizations immediate. And not to mention the ones that benefit from them, whose uh, services trickle down to them. So when our benevolent leader loses an election badly, and of course he may... The Electoral Commission may declare him a winner, but the results on his desk tell a different story. He's in a bad mood, and in a bad mood, being the dictator that he is, acts like the deity and, 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 and decides to unleash thunder and hailstone on everything and everyone that crosses his path. And unfortunately, DGF uh, has become victim to this, not realizing that that thunder he's unleashed uh, may end up breaking down his house. <clears throat> so for me, in, there's an organization that we have in my village and uh, we, we, we have different categories of people that we help or people that we, who access um, funds and, and credit from there. There's a category that we call Mwavuta Chungwa and this particular group of people Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. that, that, that category Mwavuta Chungwa Mwavuta Chungwa is like you can't order them around that they are, this person is poor but you can't order them around. They're not going to listen to instruction. They're not going to listen to any. Come, but they also come sorry, to the organization. You have limited time. Yes. So they come to the organization to organization. ask for help. Mm. But when you tell them that, look, we are, oh, we, we are giving you funds, but you need a process to go through, and you need to change things leave here and there, they, 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 they still want the money. <laughs> but then they say, leave your money. And then three, four days later, they come back. My child is sick. And at that point, they cannot afford um, to get health care for the child, but they want the child alive. So Mavuta Chungwa is back. And this, I think, is Uganda at the moment. We, 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 our leaders, unfortunately, but this also comes from getting uh, full figure, Mama Fina, Sylvia Wari as your key advisors. They're going to tell you things. Sylvia Wari is okay. Uh, she runs a very crucial organization, but that is another discussion. When you get the riffraff of society to treat symptoms of what is ailing society, you are going to make key mistakes. He thinks he's cleverer than these people. Let me tell you, DGF people and those who run it will outlive him. Will he will be out of power and they will still be running this country as long as we the third world countries do not win ourselves of aid you cannot have your cake and eat it you go back in cup in hand you be ready to take some orders whichever excuses what ofonopondo is saying about the legality of certain measures that they took and the certain that is all moot the truth is that the current government is wondering where bobby wine got money to fund all those MPs, because you, you, you're required to even pay some, some money, three million shillings, to the Electoral Commission. And these people sat and, and thought that, oh, Bobby Wine and his followers, NUP people cannot afford this, and they will not run a, a good election enough to win anything or come out with a result. But lo and behold, days later, and we realized that they did a good campaign, they got an excellent result for the circumstances we are in, and now... Um, the powers that be have decided to unleash thunder on everything. And DGF, DGF is unfortunately going to be a victim. And that victim carries more victims. And I don't know when this stops, but I think our leaders have to realize that throwing, cutting off your nose to spite your face or throwing your toys out of the pram is not going to help you because 
the very person you're throwing these tantrums for is the one supposed to bring back the toys into that pram because you're stuck in the pram and the okay. pram is tied up. So um, Thanks, I would advise our good leader mm. to stop being childish and uh, get on with doing business of the government for now as long as he's still masquerading as the leader of this country. <laughs> Thank you, Nafi. Before we stop for a break, uh, gift in Nansana, uh, our listener says, uh, is the president aware of what's being implemented um, on behalf of uh, Global Fund, PEPFA, and then uh, continues. There are certain words that he doesn't like, uh, neither accountability, human rights, and so on. And then Al and Albert in Kampala has sent me the entire list of beneficiaries, uh, and the total, I think, 69. I'll share that list on gang. So let's stop for a quick break, and then we'll have um, Joel and then Moses as well. The Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. This is the Capital Gang. Uh, back from the break, Joel, you're on microphone. Um, and I don't know yet, uh, Moses did accuse you of having to learn a lot of things. Uh, I don't know whether you've learned DGF as well, uh, as yet. So on Thursday, I saw Fono Pondo. The media first switched out to me. And uh, they said, Ofono Pondo has uh, tethered you people to this DGF thing. And I said, okay, show me the clips. I like to respond after seeing exactly what these fellows have said. And so Ofono Pondo was <laughs> justifying, of course, the crack uh, by, by Mr. Tibuhabura saying, how do you explain a new party like NUP being able to fund all these MPs to get nominated and so on? And I thought, wow, this government has got so many rumamongas people who don't make research um who will speak because anyhow they have to find some kind of justification you know we we had about we had 357 people that we gave the flag that got the flag for a run for nup but uh, only 238 were able to nominate because of funds you know there were those you know like honorable mpuga segona a plethora of others who are incumbents that were able to of course take care of this and they helped a number of others there were others like senyonyi who had some little savings from their work in the media and elsewhere that were able to nominate themselves others were stuck You'd find people who had one million two million and so we reached out we even kept sharing a number on social media and Uganda and Zia and the diaspora kept sending some money and so we were able to top up for some and others did not get nominated. How I wish we had the DGF money that Ofono Pondo was uh, suggesting that we did. But look, these people clearly fear their shadows. Uh, and so Mr. Tibuhabura has got to find some kind of justification. You know in the past, you know, as Honorable Chagulani's popularity kept rising, kept saying this one here, his popularity you know it's because of the west and so on oh, let's wait a minute wherever he goes i see black men and women ugandans <coughs> showing up expressing their love and support where is the white man among these ones but they obviously have to find some kind of justification also because i'll tell you the people who are in intelligence services the truth is they're not very intelligent um and and so they have got to feed mr tibuhabura on rumors and, and they excite him because he has to find some kind of reason why is Honorable Chagulanya and NUP this popular. They forget that it, it gets to affect them too, as I think it was Honorable Semuju, one of the other panelists that was making mention of this. Mr. Tibabura will even cut off his leg as long as it gives him some kind of justification because DGF funds government entities. 
it fans ipod jealous justice law and order sector that includes not, police not, not ipod. IPod. Yeah. political parties including mm. nrm there you are as long about jealous justice law and order sector that includes police it includes the judiciary the auditor general's office except if they are saying that uh, now the auditor general's office police judiciary etc etc are pushing for the quote-unquote western agenda and and for me this is this is very unfortunate that uh, they will throw the baby out with the bath water mm. ofono pondo establish the, why the, ugandans the, the are saying question, uh, Joris, did did, mm. did nup get any money from any from djf if you had my explanation from the very start i did but i, I want a yes or no of that. course not i and, and that's why i said i wish we if you had me right mm. i said i wish we did have djf money you know would have nominated maybe over 400 people but we were not able to do so we did what we could given the circumstances but you see go government needs to stop finding excuses they, they need to face the truth smell the coffee of ono pondo ugandans are saying they've had enough of you because you people are extremely corrupt you keep stealing the taxpayer money service delivery is very poor people go to hospital there's no medicine mothers are giving birth on the floor and they're saying why 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 you people are killing their children Okay. That has kept happening again and again. We saw what happened in Kasese. We saw what happened here on November 18th and 19th. And parents are saying, wait a minute, this government that we buttressed, that we supported to get into power, is kidding our own children. Thank, thank you, and they are angry. I, I, I still need to People are being kidnapped. Another important you know, they keep calling us every so often. And maybe we'll get to that. Yes, yes. And so they are saying we are tired of you. So we'll get to stop that using DGF as an excuse. Mm. Moses, DGF. Uh, is it you who wrote the, pre the brief to the president, senior presidential advisor? First of all, uh, I, 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 I want to inform, uh, I want to inform the listeners that uh, what Joel uh, is saying here that people are tired of us. Let me give you one example. Teso sub-region, I think eight, sub eight districts. When Joel comes and says that people are tired of NRM, in Iteso, there is no single district where NUP got more than 9,000 votes. Why did you arrest our agents and steal uh, our DR Forget, votes? forget, forget. Yeah, don't take all. That one's forgot. I'm telling don't you. Take, I'm telling you. He'll, he'll get a in, chance to speak. In Iteso, uh, in there is no single district where NUP got more than 10,000 And I'm what? saying in Teso, you people arrested our agents and stole our DR forms. The, 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 the DR form, no. The, the, wait, wait, but he said people are tired of... No. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, 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 listen. listen. No, but no, agent, no agent was arrested. Oh, come on. No, it's form after voting. Yes, you stole them. After voting, after voting. But see, FDC had an agent on every polling station in Teso. I, I, I hope they're going to be your core... They're going to join you in your, in your, in your petition to say their the, the agents witnessed okay. a different thing. Because an FDC, an FDC agent was there. Noob. You see, the contest so in Teso. Wait, wait. wait, wait. Th thank you. Let me answer you. Joel. 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 I'm answering. Sorry, Moses. Moses, just one second. Moses. Moses. If we saw your DR form. Moses, just one second. Just answer the question. Joel, you've made the point. So let him speak. He did listen to you. Joel. No, no, but you've had an allegation that we are kidding because you are tired of us. Yes, and I'm asking you. Yes, let me 
answer mine. Let's me answer yes. my own, please. Joel, and fine, fine. I am saying here. When you, yes. when you, when you were speaking, I could have spoken when you were speaking. You, you, you kept interjecting, and it's okay for me. Nafi, to tap, yeah. tap Joel's shoulder. Mm. Can you keep quiet? I yes, please. And can you answer the question? Yeah, you're, you're he's the answering. Moderator. You're the moderator. Moses, please go ahead. No, Joel, please, Joel, stop it. Yeah, that's the problem. Moses, continue, please. You're going to be given three minutes. I have said, uh, maybe not. Mm. Joel said here that Ugandans are tired of us, and you've given and statistics. I'm just giving you one example that, yes, I said in Iteso, no. The single districts, wh which is under eight districts in Teso, where where nope got more than ten thousand votes. The the context in Teso was between FDC, represented by Poa, and NRM, represented by Karim Seven. That's what the context was. Even among the MPs, it is FDC NRM. Now these are the Ugandans tired of. NRM. You've made the point, Moses. So can we go to DGF? Mm. Now on DGF. Mm. No, no, no. But, but uh, you, you'll never beat Moses on no. statistics. So, Please go on. I only so, have your microphone. So he, he, microphone he, he, on. He, he goes on to say that they are, they are, they are, their phones were was stolen. I'm, I'm giving, I'm, I'm giving you uh, the answer that if their, their phones were was stolen, the their form is received by all the all the agents available, and this must be the same. So what what NRM received is the same what Inubu received, FDC received. If they have was stolen, let them take, get copies. They can get from okay. FDC their co-party and then see if Okay, I'm looking at the they, clock they now. DGF. Now on DGF, uh, somebody even sent me a message <laughs> saying that uh, asking Nanfi and uh, Semuju that uh, that they are the ones who normally criticize government for receiving donor money. Now, when the president is asking how this donor money is being spent, wait, 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 wait. Somebody, I just read somebody's message. I can read it for you. Anyway, on DGF, the president wrote a minister of finance asking for an investigation. What is wrong with that? I will investigate what is happening here. Suspending the fund. And suspending, yes, if in the course of investigation, he asked for a suspension of the fund to ensure that there is no corruption. And you are here saying uh, NRM is corrupt. But if, if the president has suspicion to believe that something wrong is going on, he has all the right to question it. And as long as it is made clear that nothing wrong is going on, then that's okay. okay. We, we know we, it's a fact also here. You remember during after the war in the north, you would get the civil society organizations, about four of them, Claiming the same borehole. It has happened before. Uh, so, it, it's no, it's, there's nothing wrong Thank with you, the Moses. president inquiring and said, how is this money okay. used and where is Th it being Thank used? Thank you, Moses. So it's okay. Moses, I have another topic for discussion. Thank you. Uh, oh, oh, conclude it out. And I want you to start on the final topic, which is to do with uh, the minister speaking on parliament about kidnaps. Just quickly, I want to put it on record that this particular DGF we are talking about was never subjected to the scrutiny of the Solicitor General as required by our internal mechanisms and laws. 
if you have the letter of the solicitor general clearing this agreement please next show no le, 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 you, you you table it on the next in the next show please if you do if you yeah. have if you if you have a stamp of approval by cabinet as should be table it on 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 the show and this is the complaint of the president or in parliament now of course it is possible for government agencies and beneficiaries we, we always say you don't expect the monkey to be a judge in the case of uh, of the forest i don't i didn't i don't expect i don't expect semuju has been benefiting from an illegal fund or irregular procedure to be to be to be to 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 to, to, to castigate it he, the natural thing would be for him to defend it because part of his cake has been taken away or oh, abdu who then, is getting yes, an income from it, 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 it yes use now, all the names mm. semuju says how will the researchers who have been who are being funded by this facility continue with their work semuju you are, you are now leading opposition in parliament you have representation in the commission of parliament parliamentary commission ask the commission to ask government to increase budget funding for parliament and specifically <laughs> to pay research to pay those people you are having that would be that, that would be a more legitimate case to put and then the government can say we cannot give all you 100% we can give 50% or 60% thank you the other one you are, uh, Kirunda is saying how shall we live without i see here um, uh, uh, we call it mercenary psych among our some of our educated people quizlings perhaps or even uh, traitors perhaps there are countries in the world that don't deal with the world bank don't deal with imf like who? And Uganda is not one there are many there are many countries like that these institutions these institutions and the so-called international committee have castigated for the last 60 years that they that they, they, they would collapse chuba is among among them it has not collapsed north korea that being castigated is among them north korea which the americans and the europeans have been saying people are starving they at the same time accuse them of making nuclear bomb if you are starving can you make a nuclear bomb instead and so on so so, so the, 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 this international propaganda that you cannot yes that you cannot live without imf we cannot live without donations yes it is because partly of our internal indiscipline that we have resources but we may not be putting those resources to the priority areas thank you oh, oh. so, so yes, yes oh just yes. thank you let's stop yes. for a quick break yes. i want you to start the next topic Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Lo Losio! Yes! Are you not going to sell off your mangoes this season? Selling a sack of mangoes for 15,000 shillings? Ah! I stopped doing that when I learned from the Uganda Industry Research Institute how to add value to my mangoes. What value are you talking about? This is my mango wine, my mango juice, and dried mango snacks ready for the market and the products earn me more than 15,000 shillings. <laughs> the Uganda Industrial Research Institute is a government parastatal championing technology development and transfer, innovative product development as well as research and development. The institute aims at catalyzing the social economic transformation of Uganda and the region through employing enhanced technology to exploit the vast raw material available and enhances them through value 
value addition and research. Be a munene munene muchintu. Like a Uganda itunyumire. Visit our website uirigo.go.ug or call 0414-286-245. This message is brought to you by the Government of Uganda through Operation Wealth Creation in partnership with Uganda Industrial Research Institute. UIRI, promoting the agenda of improving livelihoods. The Uganda Electricity Transmission Company Limited, UETCL, is a government-owned company mandated to transform the power sector into a financially viable electricity industry. UETCL constructs high-voltage lines to evacuate dams like Bujagali, Owen Folds, and Isimba, among others, transmits electricity and sells it to the distribution companies like Umeme, who then sell it to the final consumer. This eradicates poverty through providing electricity needed for large, medium, and small-scale industries. It also eases the power deficit within the country and provides power needed to facilitate rural electrification. Be the Munene Muchintu, Uganda to Numide. Use the electricity provided by contacting electrification programs in your area. This message is brought to you by the Government of Uganda through Operation Wealth Creation in partnership with Uganda Electricity Transmission Company Limited, UETCL, promoting the agenda of improving livelihoods. The Capital Gang on 91.3 Capital FM. Welcome back from the final break of Gang. Uh, Ofonopondo, coming back to you as a government spokesman, uh, the Minister of Internal Affairs conceded that uh, uh, up to 44 people have been kidnapped that he knows of. And then he did say that uh, 13 have been accounted for, but over 30 not yet. So is there any progress in finding where the 30 are? Is there any progress in finding the kidnappers? And shall kidnappers be arrested and charged soonest? Well, first of all, I, don't, I think you are slightly misrepresenting him, Jejodo. Mm. These matters fall in four broad categories. Obviously, <coughs> arresting a person and you don't account for them immediately is regrettable, should not happen. And the government undertakes to ensure that its security agencies do the correct thing. Now, there are cases of legitimate arrest and detention by the police and other agencies. Unfortunately, some of those have been framed by people who are having contest with the government to be kidnapped. And so the word kidnap has now become the lingua franca. You have even had kidnap and drone. And drone. Now, to have, to, to have anybody being arrested by lawful agencies of government using vehicles that are, num that are numberless, first of all, is abhorrent, and the, pol the police out to ensure that they impound any numberless vehicle, even if it is not kidnapping. Because why should anybody drive a numberless car? Because even the cars that are being imported have some mark that identify them. So that should not happen in the first place. Then there are the second things. Because of the nature of suspected criminality, there are cases there are people who are being apprehended by other agencies other than the police. There is lack 
of either coordination or coming forthright to the police that these people we have them which would then constitute unprofessional conduct by the security agencies and that should be dealt with now honorable judge odongo did admit that 44 cases not kidnapped but reported out of those about 13 have been positively identified and the they were about unknown some of them either through courts of law uh, in courts or have actually been released the others the police he gave a statement in parliament undertaking that police is going to coordinate with other agencies that may be having them to ensure <coughs> that their whereabouts and safety is known okay finally we want to appeal as government to, to, to ugandans if for whatever reason your person is missing the right way is to one report to the immediate lc1 because the, the, those are those are immediate authority who know these people to report missing person to the police because that is the only way we shall establish the actual number and also help trace where they are. Okay. Yes. Abdul? Actually, I, I, I thought after 1979, we would never have such a discussion. The point is, how have we reached to this level? That, Why have you identified 79? That in this era, we are mm. now still talking about kidnaps. There is no kidnaps, there are arrests. We are still talking about people taken to unknown places Not and government cannot account for them. I, I remember watching President Yoram Seven years back when he said that every Ugandan must be accounted for. The district police commander of a certain ju jurisdiction, if you cannot account for people, then you have no job. The government spokesperson is telling us that a report. Uh, yes, you can report, so what? That is not diagonizing the problem. The problem would be what is happening. Why are the security agencies taking people to unknown and gazetted places and what is happening to those people? That's where the crux of the... Really, how have we come to this point? And that's what I mm. grapple with in my mind. Uh, Robert? Mm. Robert? The, there, is, there is no easy way and there is no more polite way to express the distaste and regret of what is happening today. Nobody condones crime. If someone is suspected to have committed a crime, oh, oh, is right. Subject them to the rule of law. Do it properly. Oh, oh, is right on this one. Any agency Even of... is pleased. Any agency of government that is arresting people in a way that is not the usual way that people should be arrested, I think should be condemned most severely. Because what then happens is that you open up the, the situation for people to start guessing who has my person. The reasons for which ordinary people are getting arrested are strange. Even criminality. And criminality filters in. You know? we, we just cannot be where we are. And unfortunately, 
this is not on the opposition, anyone else there out there. The only thing I would say, as calmly, or is a bit concerned, I might lose my head. As calmly as we have I possibly some water can. For you. Mm. Let me let me just <laughs> let me say it as calmly as I can. Government, please, for goodness sake, in the name of all that is right and Ugandan, clean up your act. This cannot happen. Not in Uganda. Should not happen and should not continue. First of all, the this is an undeclared policy to disappear people. <coughs> And the trouble, when you disappear them, because those who have been brought back, as man is a of FDC, they just abandoned him, but he had been severely beaten. When you die, they will not report. They will just throw the body. Things Tinyefusa used to do in the north, during Operation North. Even when he was bringing people in Kampala, you die, they pick you from the truck, throw you and continue. These things I would do. Why are you thinking that they, after seven they have been happening under seven? Tinyefuza just cut off the whole north, put people in the Peche Stadium, picked them, put them in trucks to bring them to Ruzira. Those who are dying on their way, they pick you and throw the body. These things happen, happen under this government. And seven was, I mean, I want to thank him. He said the killing of Zebra, that they only told him that it is security because they knew he was investigating. Police had said, you know, we saw the drone driving towards Chebando. We don't know where it disappeared from. And someone, and then Mseven made the matters worse by saying, even the other day they killed this so and so. He was notorious. Even the other day they killed so and so. Extrajudicial killing. I saw JJ and you can sympathize with them. I told him in parliament because they came to Chireka in broad daylight. Picked a younger boy of 24 from Chireka Central Market. Up to now, we don't know where he is. And Yeje said we are investigating. Because it is a policy of Tibo Haburwa that when you are under... Because you are discussing another DGF. He must look for why people don't like me. The, the boy they picked from Chireka, his crime every day was carrying Bobby Wine his poster. Then he walks the road back into the market. That he became a terrorist for carrying Bobby Wine his poster now. We don't know where he is. And uh, JJ said, we are investigating. Mm. Investigating how? I told JJ in Chileka you have more than five cameras in every distance of a few meters. Mm -hmm. So the cameras are to see who. If someone picked from a market during the day, right, where there are more than five cameras, mm -hmm. and you say you must be mad for you to say you are investigating. Nancy. Speechless for once. <laughs> Maybe sad, mm. but during Idi Amin's time, President Museven was in government, and no, um, he, he wasn't. No, he was in Obote. No, he, he was in Obote. Yes. yes, and I think that was the time he did these very things before he even came into power. Now he's in which very things? Kidnapping people. I think it was called Pandagari at the time, where people disappeared. Would, no, no, no. That was Obote, that was Obote too. too. I don't know. I wasn't. <laughs>
No, it's That's no these no very people who talk about the kidnaps. Yes. No, the kidnapping. We, sh- we shouldn't. It makes me so sad. I watched sad. a video. Mm. I think it was put together than, by, by one of these NGOs of mothers whose children are missing, and uh, it made me so sad that we are here. And I tell those people who are driving those drones, because there's there's a boy in Atete whose shop, yeah, he owns a a gadget shop and repairs phones and his whole shop has Bobby Wine posters and he's always wearing red and he was picked up and his friends and parents don't know where he is. And his only crime was having this fervent support for President Museven. And he, President Museven doesn't realize that these children are doing that not to spite him, not to get back at him, not to attack him. No, they just want better. They just want that I'm seated here in this shop. Can I do better? Can I one day dream that at some point I will have a better shop? I'll travel to another country and see how phones are made, that I, as a Ugandan, can one day manufacture phones. So because he doesn't realize that and he thinks everything is about him. But I, 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 I speak to those who are carrying out these arrests themselves. Today you're arresting that boy in, in Atete. The next time it's going to be you. So when, when they were shooting uh, Mambo, Mambo, what is his name? Zebra. 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 Nine times. These are the very people who sent him to do the hideous things that he has done since 2003. And they did not have any qualms in shooting him. So you who is driving that, that drone to pick up a young boy who is so harmless. Because you see this, this week there were rumors that people are going to have an uprising and go on the streets and beat people. People are not genuinely interested in that. People just want change of leadership. And as, as long as uh, Museven doesn't understand this or realize this, he's going to be his own downfall. He okay. has been his own downfall. Joe. Because he fails to grasp that people just want change. <clears throat> Joe. Oscar, there's no doubt that the days of Panda Gary are back. You see, Mr. Tibu Habura disparages past regimes, Amin, Obote, and a plethora of others because of what he used to call, you know, there was breakdown of the rule of law, extrajudicial killings. But we are seeing a classical happening of the same and a lot more today. People are being killed extrajudicially. And it is okay. Mr. Museveni will go on TV and say, these ones were notorious, they were disturbing us, and we dealt with them. He prides in it. He will not even pretend of okay, we'll investigate or that kind of situation. I, I, I mean, we keep watching on TV mothers say, so they came here in a drone, plain clothes with guns, took my son. I asked them, where are you taking my child? They pointed a gun at me to shut up. So the child is taken to God knows where. Why? If you people are saying you returned the country to the rule of law, why do we operate this way, you know? If you imagine that Senyonyi has committed an offense, arrest him in an appropriate manner. First of all, identify yourself. That's very critical. Because this business of gangs showing up, you know, they're in plain clothes, they have guns, they are not in a military car, they're in a drone tinted with ordinary plates. I'm thinking, but who are these? Because, you see, it might get to a point... Of, of people retaliating because i'm thinking no these are goons that have come to attack me so should i probably try to defend myself especially if i can people have guns some registered people have pangas and all of that so what 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 then do you explain Recom- because recommend if, to them not to try because no but, but you see i have to defend myself oscar mm. if you come to my home oscar mm. you are in plain clothes you have guns you are in an unidentifiable car i'm thinking you are a goon who has come to kill me if i can I should try to defend myself. It's different if it is police, people that can identify themselves, that show up and so on. I'll say, okay, so arresting me within the law, let's go and defend myself in court. Close out this topic. And the gang. Gone. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Like Ofono said, 
no no one should really be in anybody being arrested in Uganda should be arrested within the confines of the law and brought to the courts of law and so on and so forth. Uh, what we need to improve that if other security agencies other than police are doing any arrest, they should explain why somebody is being arrested and cooperate with the police to ensure that uh, whatever is being done is being done in accordance with the law. That's what I would say. Thank you. Um, lis lis listeners of the capital gang, thank you so much. Nanfi, Nanfi, we have uh, an occasion here, an event. Uh, Robert, to our usual gang end of year, I will ask Muna Katuntu to hand over to you. Maybe you may wish to put in a few words as you hand over, and we'll, we'll get some photographs. It's good you have even tucked in, uh, Robert. Mm. So, so uh, Abdugon, I've switched on your microphone to hand over. Well, Mr. Chirunda, being the academic you are, <laughs> uh, the capital gang thinks that uh, whereas if you want to hide information from the African, <laughs> you hide it in a book for us if you want to give information to the african to the african chirunda you put in a book so it's my pleasure and honor to get you the capital gang and new year gift fantastic thank you very very much now time for the acceptance speech <laughs> no it's not a speech day. <laughs> Those of us who believe in the wealth of books mm. also believe so. this is the only way to travel the whole world without leaving the place where mm. you are. Okay, so thank I you. Appreciate the capital gang. Thank you very much, uh, gangsters of a day, listeners. Thank you very much. I know not many can access social media. We also have a gang lunch today, uh, beginning of year. So thank you very much. Um, I am Oscar Semwe Amsoke, and I shall see you next week. <laughs>